Tiger Revenge, brought to you by Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger Den, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music. thousand twenty three that's right the very first episode of the new year this is blue tiger revenge podcast that's right your place for anything that's weird wonderful odd and strange in the comic book landscape i am comic book creator and you know let's just face it your the reason why you tuned in your favorite the excellence of comic execution, Tad Galusha. And with me is the heart and soul, the man, the myth. The actual reason people tune in. The actual reason. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, a member of the Brotherhood of Trout, Trout Fisherman. Well, steelhead, but that's okay, you know. Okay. Oh well, okay, okay. Steel steelhead aficionado, uh, hunter of the steelhead, battler of the steelhead, uh, the wager of rivers. You love him, I love him. The king of beards, Big Brian Bales. How's it going, Big Brian? It's good. It's uh, you know halfway through. Well, getting close to halfway through January, and we got our yeah. first episode out. We had a nice uh, nice little break, but. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's time to get back to what we do best, and that's dominating the podcast airwaves. So <laughs> the intellectual dark web of comic book. That's podcasts. right. That's absolutely correct. And you know, uh, I just figured out where the intellectual dark web came from. Eric Weinstein. He's like, uh, I think he's like a physicist or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's apparently some type of like brilliant like mathematician type guy, but he's the one who turned that that coin if you will you know what i'm gonna call fake news on that and say that we termed that here oh wow <laughs> wow yep he's ripping us off that's right he's ripping us off. that's right copyright uh, infringement is coming probably to us but you know. so let me ask you this how was your holidays was it good it was good the, man yeah a yeah. good holiday season was it filled with uh plenty of nerddom and comic book delights um we got a couple of couple of good comic book delights uh, every year. Uh, the Queen of Beards gets me a hardback volume of uh, the IDW Turtles series. So nice. I, be- I believe I am up to volume eleven now, um, and I'm still very far behind. I think there's like fifteen or sixteen volumes out of that now. So wow, I'm a ways behind, but. I not you know I could catch up if I wanted to, but it's a nice gift. So, yeah, I let her keep, uh, I let her keep gifting me with those because I appreciate them. That's cool. Did you get any? Um, we all know you're a fig guy. You're a big. Fig I am. Guy. I am. 
would you uh, did you get any figs? I did not. No, you know, I've been kind of 2023. I'm I'm stepping back from figures. figures? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I want to I I want to focus more on the the actual like comic collecting versus figures oh, oh that's right you're into the, the gradings yeah you did get some graded books returned you had some books come in that were that were graded and i wasn't and everything. yeah but i wasn't happy with them there was a a couple of errors on um on them so i sent them back to get them fixed that's horrible uh, you know it's it, it is happens. but if you look at like just the astronomical amount of books that cgc probably gets um, the percentage is actually really low. It just happened to have it happen to me and they were very, uh, quick to fix it. I'm not, I didn't, you know, they paid for shipping there and back, um, oh, that's nice. to get it fixed. So, you know, they took care of me, so I'm happy. Hopefully those get back soon. Uh, my Batman 251 that I picked up, uh, that'll be back before this episode posts. So that'll be back here, uh, in the next couple of days. Oh, that's so cool. really happy about that. Yeah, I got graded at a seven. Wait, you also got you got something framed too. You got a piece of art framed. Yeah, this really cool X Men print that I picked that, up. Was that a Mondo? It was a bottleneck bottleneck gallery. Oh, okay, so it was a thirty six by twenty. Um, uh, Jim Lee X Men. It was the cover of the full page. The full cover, uh, front and back of uh, X Men two seventy five. Okay, so it's really cool. I got it framed. I also got uh, the uh, the Batman Beyond that you painted for me. That's uh, that's framed on the wall as well. So I got two new two new additions to the uh, to the gallery wall that I'm very happy about. So that's what I'm talking about. Hopefully, hopefully Emerald City Comic Con uh, proves fruitful and I can get. get a couple of more things to uh to put on the wall nice i uh well i got some figs i got a couple figs i know weirdly. you did i know yeah, you did weird, weird enough i got some i actually got three i got a friend of mine from norway sent me a, a troll nice <laughs> yeah and then uh i got a cap wolf uh, from from the missus yep yep and uh i just treated myself i broke down i did it I got myself uh, a little hitman. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm glad I did. He called me at Walmart, folks. He called me while he was at Walmart and then was like, I got to go check out the, oh my God, look at this. There's a Brett the Hitman heart in the pink with the championship belt. That sounds really bad. In the pink with the championship belt. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But it was cool. It was cool. They, uh, I haven't seen a wrestling, I haven't like seen one of those wrestling figs in a long time and uh yeah it it was pretty badass like i i was pretty impressed nice um i think it was actually worth some money really like, i think like a collector's thing but you know me like i i got to let it breathe uh if i buy something which is a rarity for the for the studio it's yeah. coming out of the package i'm not all of my figures are out i i took all my figures out of the package they're all breathing in the in the cabinet so I mean, I do have a couple in storage that are still in the package um, that I just never opened, mm-hmm. um, and I probably won't because I just like, what am I going to do? Open it up, and it's just going to sit on the shelf. So, sure. Um, and they were like gifts that people gave me, and I just was like, I'll just leave it in the box. You know, my maybe I can resell it down the road. Yeah. Like I got, I have like a World War II 
Captain America figure. Nice. That was, yeah, it was from like the early two thousands or early or late nineties, something like that. It was sometime when the Ultimates came out. So is it Ultimate is, is Ultimate World? Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I love yeah. that design that they did for him too. I think it was like one of those Marvel Select figures. Yeah, yeah. They, it was like the first gen. I never opened it. I just left it in the box. And then I have a Marvel Legends figure of Cap too. That I, I don't know who gave it to me. I mean, might have been my dad. Mm. But I just left it in the box, you know, because those were coming out around like early two thousands, like two thousand. Right. Those those are probably uh, those. Those it, might be worth a little bit. You maybe, know, maybe maybe you never know. Yeah, Cap's not exactly uh, that. Those that that line wasn't. It, Cap wasn't like I think a highly sought after figure. But he is now. That's true. It he is be. now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did get. I got quite a few art books. I got a uh, a Kim Jung Ji sketchbook. Nice from the misses, which was cool. And then my sister hooked me up. She got me like a Mobius book, which I will be reviewing tonight. Excellent. And then um, she got me uh, the Elisa Ivanova series it's like a, a series of sketchbooks called raw okay it's all like pencil drawings and stuff like if you know if, if you're not familiar with her work she's one of those people definitely worth following her like her line, her pencils are just gorgeous just does like a lot of faces mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and figure you know like female forms and stuff like that yeah um and so she got yeah she got me a, uh both volumes so she must have spent some money on that it was pretty cool and like i said a mobius book and then um I got another one. I got, uh, oh, what's his name? I can never, oh, Ben Caldwell. Do you know, do you know who that is? Name sounds familiar. Yeah, he does. I think he's done a lot of DC stuff, but he does a a daily, like a daily sketch. And then he puts out once a year, like one of these big, thick. Oh, I love those. Yeah. And so, um, I ended up buying myself that as Christmas present to myself. Nice. Um, Excellent. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of nice. So I got I got not a lot of comics, but I got a shit ton of art books. Um, it makes sense. You're an artist, so that would you know. Yeah, and I, art books tend to be a little expensive, and yeah. I don't buy them very often. Um, I try and look for them at like the con. Like it, when we go to Emerald City, I'll try and look for some ash cans. I like collecting those. From definitely, artists. definitely. Yeah, yeah. But um, even those are kind of rare. You don't see a lot of like. Seems like 10, 15 years ago, that was like the thing that artists were selling. And nowadays they're kind of hard to come by. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I'm, man, I'm, I cannot wait for Emerald City. That's going to be oh, yeah. a good time. Going to be a good time. They're still announcing guests. So I keep like, I keep checking it just to see, uh, you know, who's going to be there. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. Nobody, I'm curious. nobody's like pulled my, you know, I, I you know, I don't really go for the celebrity guests. Um, yeah, there's maybe one or two. They got a couple of uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer alumni um, who are going to be there. So I've got okay. the, and the only reason I'm sitting bringing this up is because I have the uh, Mondo vinyl of the musical episode that they did. OK. And so I think that would be cool to like have them sign it. Mm-hmm. So I might I might do that. But as far as like celebrity goings, that's the only one that's really like kind of popped at me so far. So we'll see. But um, I just it's late, folks, and I and I forgot where I was going. But you know what? Wow. You know it's interesting wow. though. So twenty twenty three, 
So the reason why we're podcasting so late is because uh, the Queen and I just got done watching the epi- Avatar. No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not I'm that's a Disney Plus. I'll watch that when it comes out on Disney Plus. Um, we just got done watching The Last of Us, the first episode of The Last of Us on HBO what, Max. What is what is The Last of Us? It's uh, with Pedro Pascal, and um, it's a adaptation of a like one of the best PlayStation games of all time. Um, okay. it was amazing. It was fantastic. Really? Like, even wow. though like I beat the game and I know what happens, it was so yeah. good. Like it had you on the edge of your seat, even though, you know, you, you know, what's coming and it doesn't matter. It's so well done. Um, wow. I highly recommend it's on HBO max. Highly recommend anybody watching it to do it. We also watched, uh, the final season of, Hunters just dropped, and so oh, you guys watch already watched the whole season. It's only eight episodes. Damn, is that? I'm guessing that was your day today. Then. No, no, we watched it <laughs> uh, the last couple of evenings, so we kind of broke okay. it up over over a few nights. Um, oh, nice, nice. How was it? That's with um, ah, Al Pacino, with, uh, yeah, Logan Lerner, yeah, Lermer. Is it Lermer or Lerner? I don't know. Uh, no he, idea. He's the young one, but no, it was. The, the the final episode was pretty meh, but every other episode was was fairly well done. And that, I was that the show where there it's like in the seventies or sixties, seventies, seventies, and they're like Israeli agents that are hunting down Nazis. They're not Isra- they're not Israeli agents. They were all Holocaust survivors. Most of them were Holocaust survivors. Okay, and so the premise is. Uh, Premise. The premise. Premise. Yeah, whatever. I've, I've been get. I got an email about it. Did you? I did. Well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the premise of the show is that uh, Jonah, who is played by the young kid, Logan Lerner. I don't know if it's Lerner or Lerner, but I'm going to go with Lerner. Okay. Lerner. Yeah. Uh, his grandma gets killed and he finds out that it's a he was killed by a Nazi because she was about to out him. Is that the one where in the like one of the first episodes where they go like there's a couple that goes to like a a party a beach like at a, a pool party and she recognizes the guy as being a Nazi something like that I don't see I don't remember the first episode but basically we find out Al Pacino brings in this kid and it's like well she was part of us as hunters and yeah. what we're doing is we're hunting down former Nazis and then. You know, as the season ends, you find out that Al Pacino isn't actually a Holocaust survivor. He was the doctor, the Nazi like person who killed all of their friends. That's right. Um, That's right. And so the kid Jonah uh, Logan Lerner shoots him at the end, um, yeah. and then it ends with one of the hunters getting kidnapped and sent to uh, South America, Argentina, where they find Hitler is alive. Right. Right. Um, I, yeah. Okay. I watched season one, but yeah. it was a while. It's, back. it's been two years. So okay. I yeah. I just remember. I remember the part when they reveal Hitler. Yeah. Because it was like, like you're like, oh my god, he's yeah. he's he's there. He's you're there. like, oh yeah, this is more believable than uh, than than the story they actually gave us. But you know, um, oh, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I you know I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but the one that I will that gets me like out of bed. And I really pay attention to is the whole like 
not the Hitler in the bunker. Yeah. It's just you look at all the evidence, it doesn't fucking add up at yeah. all. Well they all the all the tests they've done. Yeah, and also like how many were uh, uh like doppelgangers did he have running around? And yep. I just read this whole thing about how there's evidence suggesting this one guy has evidence suggesting that Hitler actually left like him and uh, Ava Braun mm-hmm. left like a month before Berlin was invaded by the Russians from the east, uh, which was really interesting. And they were saying it because you could tell the the lookalike guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a tremor. There was a tremor. He had some kind of like disease or he had something. Yeah. But, but it was like, there was photos of when they were starting to use this lookalike and they're pretty sure, or well, this guy's theory was like, Oh, it doesn't match up because then you see him here and he looks old and aged and he's got this weird tremor and he's like, yeah, moving funky. And then there was another footage, footage of him like a few days later and the, you know, Hitler looked Way different, didn't have the tremor, you know, like it, there was his just entire like demeanor was different um, is very interesting. Uh, but, you know, well, I don't know if we'll, we'll never they're never going to reveal. They're not going to tell us. Um, no. But I, I do. So a couple of things I liked about season two and folks, I'm going to spoil. I'm going to spoil a couple of things. Right. So, you know, season one, we found out that Al Pacino's character was, in fact, the, like a Nazi um, who was at the concentration camps who tortured all of these people. Right. Um, yeah. And he kind of, he kind of set it up. Well, like this was his way of atoning for what he did by going and hunting down the others. But season two in season two, they kind of, they do two different timelines. So they do a timeline of Pacino's character to like before they get to, uh, before he, uh, like as he forms his hunter crew, and then yeah. like the main timeline, right? And so in the former timeline, the past timeline, um, we find out that Pacino definitely wasn't trying to atone. He was just going after anybody who could identify him. Oh, smart. So he's like he's siding himself with the hunters. So but- they but they're only hunting the people who knew him. But right. then you find out that Logan Lerner's grandma figured it out. And so that's kind of one of the big reveals was like he sent the dude to her house to kill her. So is Pacino in the second season? Then? He is, but he's okay. uh, he's only in the flashback. So they split. They kind of split the episodes up. But, um, you know, what's interesting. Um, I just watched the first episode finally of Yellowstone. I know I'm late to the party. That's all right. It's, in- it's interesting seeing really really big name a-list actors like costner and pacino and like stallone has king of tulsa now which is great and they're doing these tv shows these long form yeah tv shows which if you think about like 20 years ago or they they wouldn't have caught dead yeah no no it was like that's like there was a very like if you if you were a movie star who went to tv your career was over yeah, it was like yeah. you were taking a step down. Like, yeah. It was like kind of like the B leagues, where before it was like, oh, you know, you you were in a TV show, you know, like uh, name any actor. You, most of them had their start in some type type of TV show, and yep. then they graduated. Yep. To you know the movies like Michael J. Fox, to, yeah, or uh, you know who am I thinking of? Travolta, even like a lot of those guys, all of them. Yeah, all yeah, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, and yeah. own, you know, kind of nuts. Yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, so Hunters is worth checking out, huh? The final episode was it was was pretty well, dumb. Weak. It was Kinda pretty weak. weak. Well, can I mm. can I spoil it for you? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna forget. I know. So. <laughs> Logan Lerner gets a fiance who doesn't know about his past life or whatever, doesn't know that he kills Nazis on the side. So when she finds out, she's like, you're a monster. Call the police. And he's like, they all know, but they don't do anything about it. And she's like, but you're bad. And I'm like, bitch, he is doing a public service. Shut your mouth. Like, like, <laughs> like, you're ridiculous. First of all, you're just like, just kill her. Just kill her. She's no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just like. If like if I saw like a ninety five year old Nazi who was like a like a Nazi in World War Two, like I would Mangala. drop. I would like Doctor Mangala or whatever. Yeah, I would drop that dude even if he was ninety five walking down the street. I would drop him happily. Um, yeah. Wow. And then like the final episode, so he's going to kill Hitler because he's like, if I kill Hitler, that's it. Um, but then he, but he thinks of her, so he brings Hitler in. He he brings him in, so there's like a giant like court. He goes to the UN for war crimes, right? And so then after he's okay. there's like a whole thing where it's like, oh, is he going to get convicted or isn't he? And it's just like okay. And then uh, as he he quote unquote he like escapes, right? Hitler does he? Yeah, like his people free him, and I'm like, first of all. I don't care if it's 1979. Navy SEALs are going to be guarding Hitler. Okay. <laughs> like, Dude, like, let's be realistic. If they had caught Hitler, we're not going to hear about it. No. They're going to, yeah, they're going to cut some, like, if they thought he was of use, they're putting him on a base someplace, or hell, they might even put him up fucking in just some type of cabin someplace in the woods get make sure he's comfortable yeah so that he he can divulge all yeah. the information but all the secrets and you know me i can suspend i have like a pretty good suspension of disbelief like some say the biggest suspension of disbelief but some of the stuff in that final episode was just a little much for me yeah like who are these like bad like these like navy seal nazis well no it's just yeah well it's just like they have regular old german mps like escorting hitler like around and i'm like okay no like in in argentina no 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 in when he gets brought back for war crimes he gets brought back to europe for to answer so there's like a giant trial you know so that let's be realistic there's no way they'd extradite him to europe they if like whatever country got him He's he's being tried in that country. That's the thing. Yeah, no. they brought him to the U.S. embassy. Like U.S. ain't giving him up. Like let's be real. No, <laughs> let's be no real. No way. <laughs> They'd have him in like like in front of Congress or something. They just yeah. They would be like just ripping him apart. Yeah. And they'd have yeah. They'd bring over the Queen. They'd bring over everybody. Yeah. Like, they're they like would, he's not coming out. He's not leaving this place. Like it's not happening. Yeah. There's and, no way. So some of the some of the stuff was ridiculous, but overall, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed yeah. the show overall. It was worth watching. But yeah, that final episode where it's like, um, I, you know what? You may have sold me on this though because I love the idea. Like, I love the romant the romantic idea of like Hitler survived the war and then having to hunt him down, or like teams having to deal like, yeah. I, don't know. I I I always loved that. It was it was definitely like. 
as we're watching it, we're like, oh, yeah, this is more believable than up until the final episode where he's like, you know, at the Hague. But uh, <laughs> everything yeah. else, you're like, oh, wow. And then, like, dude, the second to last episode um, is like a self-contained episode. And it's fucking insane. It is. It's the best episode of the show. Hands down. It's all about. Um, Please tell me Hitler escaping Berlin. No, no, no. It's it's Damn. it's just a random. It's so as as he captures Hitler, he's like, let me tell you a story about the about a ghost. And so it like it's a flashback to this German couple and the 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 man. They're like this old German couple, right? And this okay. the man was like the architect. So yeah. he like designed all of like the castles and mansions for Hitler. And okay. it turns out like he's hiding he's he's hiding Jewish people in in the ceiling in the attic in the walls but like the entire house is a death trap. So when the so when like Nazi officers come and try and like take them over it's like you know they'll they'll turn a thing and a gun'll come out and blow them apart or like the <laughs> dude it's awesome like it's insane. That sounds really cool. Yeah, but that's what yeah, I've been up to, man. I've just been watching some shows, been been trying to get out on the water, fishing more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Going to the comic shop. Going, always. 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 Always on the hunt. I'll, you know, can't rest, you know. Has there been any um, – I I've been – my nose has been on the grindstone, so. Yeah. Has there been any uh, news in the, uh, I guess, the pop culture world that's worth, that's worth note, noting? <laughs> well, the one thing I sent you a couple days ago, oh. I don't know if you want to address that. Uh, well, at this point, it's all allegations, right? Oh, well, other people have come out. Well, the 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 court charges that are other people have like come out about how he's a groomer. Uh, you might as well. You already. I mean, you already all said right. enough. You might as well. So. There have been allegations made towards uh, what well, the, cr- well, the creator of Rick and Morty. One half of it. Well, and I don't even I don't, can't even call it allegations at this point because. Well, it hasn't they, gone to court. So, that well, they had it. They had enough evidence to charge him. He's been charged. He's been charged. Yeah. With uh, domestic violence and like, uh, what was it? Uh, unlawful, so, Im- unlawful imprisonment. So holding so him against he, their will. So was he arrested? I think he he was so this was from 2020, and so now they're filing charges because you know the. Well, then he I well that yeah I don't have any legal I don't really have any legal background that sounds same because if he would have been arrested I think we would have heard about it in 2020 and Rick and Morty wouldn't be on the air and he wouldn't have three other TV shows that are have well come didn't out since didn't then. one of them just get canceled after it got renewed his Netflix cartoon. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know, but it's I, I, ju- Justin Rowland. Um, yeah, he's in the news. I just, you know, with all that kind of stuff. I don't. Uh, yeah, it. You know, like I, I always because like that happened to the guy from was it Nerdist, mm-hmm. or, and then a lot of those alleg- like all the allegations turned out to be allegations. Yeah, like, and but I, his career was already like destroyed. The, the, even though he the difference is he was never charged, so the pro- prosecutors aren't going to charge somebody, especially like a rich, successful white dude. They're not going to charge him unless, yeah, <laughs> unless there's enough evidence. I'm not saying he's going to get found guilty or anything like that. I'm just saying he was charged, and it's not that's not great, you know. Yeah. 
Um, no, no. I, I mean, I'm not defending him. I just yeah. You know, no, I, I hear what I you're didn't saying. The article. So it's just one of those like I don't want to start saying like, oh, he did all this stuff when it was yeah. People have been sharing like uh, messages to like like uh, Twitter and Instagram DM messages of him like uh, being very inappropriate with like 16 year olds. Interesting. Also. Yeah, that's not good. That's yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's horrible. Horrible. Um Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to end up happening with that cuz that means uh, Yeah, it just sucks when you have something like that's I mean, not maybe not everybody likes Rick and Morty, but Rick and Morty is there's aspects of it that are really well done. Yeah. And then the, something like this comes out and you're like, "Oh man." Cuz like you can't continue to really, I don't know about you, but I can't continue liking stuff. I can't, man. I can't. Yeah. Like I, I, it's like, it's like the, the, was it the, the stupid flash movie that's coming out? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how good it is. You have Michael Keaton in it. You could have whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not going to pay money to go see it. And I think it's horrible that like it's even being pushed. I get it. There's so much money. That's so much. Money. Well, yeah. And it's just another, it's just another example of uh Warner brothers stepping on their own feet when it comes to that well, you know yeah and but there's also like there's that thing that's like it's not just you know the the actor play, portraying mm-hmm. flash there's everyone else that's involved yeah. in it you know you're yeah. talking about like thousands of jobs well i think the interesting and, the interesting part of that is that they're open i read an article where they're open to bringing him back continuing being flash as long as he stays out of trouble Oh my god, dude! Who just pled guilty to like burglary? <laughs> like, come at, on. what didn't he have? Wasn't he like have like minors like trapped in his house? S- something weird like that. Something weird like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know how you can. I don't know, man. That's that's some shady fucking shit. But Henry Cavill's fucking out, right? <laughs> Fuck you, Henry Cavill. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Henry. Right. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's doing just fine. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. He's got that Warhammer 40k deal. So I don't really know anything. Of, I know Warhammer was like a. a is it's, it a video game now? Or it's a vi- it's, they have it video games. So fucking old. They have video games of it, but it's uh, it's a miniatures tabletop game. Yeah, it, yeah. I had a buddy who was massive. really into it. Yeah, he was really into it back I, in the day. I want to learn how to play it. That's one of the things I want to do this year. I want to learn how to play that game, but. I went to go get a set and then I was like, I ended up returning it because I was like, I'm not ready for the commitment of this yet. Cause it's not just playing the games. Like there's all the minifigures and I was yeah, not where, ready for that. commitment. Where do you even start with something like, I wouldn't even know where to start they have, st- like you that. can buy like starter sets, right? Okay. But you know, people spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on those. And it's, I mean, you're talking to a guy. I mean, I spend that much on comic books, so you know, I don't sure. have. A, I'm not like. Uh, was it? Well, I'm not dissing it, it. Was there any good news so far to start oh, off? Oh, good year? news. Anything to start off the year? Good. Anything positive? Yeah. yeah. Um. Got to be something. I know we've chatted about a bunch of things, but I can't remember what any of them are. If I'm being honest, there's got to be some good <laughs> shit. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, the last thing we chatted about was... Oh, yeah. I, I have good news. Uh, hmm. uh, Lay it on me, my man. Uh, where is it? Uh, Kickstarter. Yes. Is banning projects involving AI-generated art. 
I'll call that good news. I think that's great news. That's excellent news. Great news. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, good for them because they certainly could have just kept getting their money either way while people, you know. Um, yeah, and that AI stuff, man, like – it's not true AI. It wouldn't pass the Turner test. And if people don't know what the Turner test is, I'm not going to explain it. Just look it up. Right. The it's essentially it's a, it's Alan Turning, which is you know the guy who kind of like the godfather of computers. Mm-hmm. He's the one who came up with it. You know, it's and there isn't a true like artificial intelligence yet, like a like a learning computer. I'm sure it's. I mean, it's on its way, but like all these like AI, all this AR stuff. Essentially, just it's a it's an like an algorithm that finds art and mashes like, it together. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong; some of it does look cool, but I it I wouldn't I, I like the idea of someone calling themselves an AI artist is just like laughable. I, yeah, it's just like the laziest shit. Yeah, in the you world. just like, pay pay money if you can you can even do it for free. You just type in. Yada yada yada. I know. I I know people that have that were playing around with it, and then they're like using AI to do some comic stuff. And then when people were like, "Oh, what? people aren't out, obviously outside of comics," were like, "Oh, this looks interesting. Did you paint this? How?" And then you found out, you know, they came like we're like, "Oh, I just used one of the free websites," and it's like those free websites, man. You put in like one or two words, right? And then it just comes up with something and. I, I I remember I went on. There, the, if you want to play on it for just for fun, I don't have a yeah. I don't have a problem with that, right? It's, but when you try and like say that I created this and like you have to yeah, pay yeah. me and all this, that's bullshit, man. Yeah, I mean, like if you like, don't get me wrong, AI has a place. I think AI sure. is going to do some ama- like very interesting things in the future, good and bad, especially in terms of like. Huh. I, I would imagine on the uh, the battlefield, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, in until the, they turn on us. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm talking more of like you look at like what's going on in like Ukraine mm-hmm. right now with you know like smart weapons and stuff like that, and it's uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. But um, in terms of, dude, unless you're like a programmer and you're actually designing like an AI. Like you, like an actual AI to right that, that's creating art that's learning and trying to learn to paint and stuff. Don't call yourself a fucking AI point painter or an AI artist because you're not. You're just you're fucking. It's bullshit, man. Yeah, just, you're just cheating. You're just you're stealing from you're stealing from other people's work. Um, yeah, it's like it's plagiarism. I was just talking with someone today, and I was talking about how you know in comics. Especially as an artist, the worst thing you can do is plagiarize another yeah. artist's work. Yeah, and by and I mean plagiarize it by like, like basically taking their work, swiping it, and calling it your own. Yeah, and you it, may put your little touches on it to make it a slightly different. Sure, but come on, and and know. that's different than like, you know, like. There are homages, right? So like people would do like homage covers. You know, that are, oh, yeah, and, and that's completely different. Like, what you mean, what you're talking about is just like straight up ripping straight up, a panel or yeah, ripping somebody's yeah. drawing, and you know, you change the colors on it or you, you know, yeah, whatever, and then call it your own. And it's just, I mean, it's just, it's, it's slimy. You just, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. 
and AI is essentially that. That's it. Just yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, anybody who's using that is. I mean, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Then it's like just take the time. Just take the time and learn. Even if you suck, at least you're trying. Exactly. Like, like you know, or like you want to get real experimental. Dude, in the early 2000s, people were using, like, really trying to run with this because photorealism, like the whole Alex Ross trend, yeah. was, like, people wanted to do it. So people were straight up using photography at one point. Like, I saw some photo comics. My first comic was actually a – in art school when I was at Washington State University was a photo project. I had a weekend. I, I, I cast it. And then I had actors and we went around to town and I kind of did like a whole death of a salesman. I still have it. And then we built a, my like, you know, I, we built a website for it and that was what I had the class like, look, mm-hmm. you know, it was on this giant, like 40 foot That's projector cool. screen. Yeah. I mean, at the time it was cool. You know, now I look back and it's like, Oh God, it's so embarrassing. Well, sure, it was I, I mean, sure. But yeah, but like, you know, like it's it better was, than typing was, it in on a computer and having then and having it, yeah do it for you you know yeah, yeah. what are you yeah. learning yeah exactly like as at least playing with storytelling and learning like if if you can't draw just do that type of stuff man like do, or hire like, some hire an artist <laughs> yeah yeah hire a fucking artist you know oh uh, man yeah it, it's just it's really interesting how many people want to jump on something like that and i I think it's just so people can call themselves some kind of artist, but at the same time, like, you know me, I take this shit so seriously behind the scenes, like not on the podcast so much, but like when we're not recording, yeah. I take, I take the craft of like creating comics. Yeah. As you should. Serious. No, you should yeah. take it serious. I mean, that's your job. That's what you do. That's how you put food on your table. Like, yeah. And I've just, you know, I, I've, I've dedicated way too much of my like being, to be like a mediocre and, yeah <laughs> and to, to let some cars. fucking cheeto duster to type in yeah you know yeah yeah that somebody's gonna be like oh a t-rex drinking water and all of a sudden it's like one of my comic pages from basically or something is gonna <laughs> pop in there with some bad weird coloring or something on it and they're exactly. gonna be like See, look i'm a yeah Exactly. I, I, you know what I will say? Like, if they're going to crack down on the AI stuff, I hope the conventions and I, they always say they're going to, but you never see it. I hope you're going to start cracking down on these guys that are taking other people's drawings and pinups and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, like mass producing hundreds of prints and or, just. Or, yeah, they'll like they'll stylize, do like a, crazy stylize it and. Or they'll do a vector trace over it and then, yeah. you know, say like, look what I did. And it's like, not really. You, you, it's- Those guys charge so much money, too, because weren't we at where were we? Uh, I think we were at. It was. Oh, it was it's Rose City. Rose no, City. Yeah. Well, we know when we were at SummerCon and I was like, there was like a. That's essentially what it was. It was like a vectored photo yeah. photograph type thing for like a poster of star Wars. And I was like, look at that. And you were like, that's dog shit. And it was, but it was like $250 for like a print. And yeah, it's like, go, yeah. go, go, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like if you're a fan or something, you don't know any better. It's like, it's cool, but it, it's one of those where I don't know. I hate all that kind of, where do off. they, like, where do they draw the line though? Like, mean? so, how do they, you know, because if you, and I agree with you, they should crack down on that. Uh, they should crack down on stopping like 
um, exhibitors from selling that stuff. But like, sure. What about people who like artists who draw licensed characters? Where's the line? Well, that's different though. At least it's there's still their own interpretation. True. And yeah. and in the past they used to like in the '90s they would crack down on that shit. Like if Toho saw you selling anything that was Godzilla related, get ready to have a fucking like uh you know a cease and desist letter. Wow. With threat of lawsuit. Now they. Why do you, you think know, they? Why do you think they lightened up on that? The internet. Yeah. It became impossible to police, and there's so much bootleg merch everywhere. Yeah. That it almost came to the point where the culture shifted and it is like, dude, if everybody's drawing Spider-Man and doing Spider-Man prints, it just means that like when the next Spider-Man movie or next major Spider-Man exactly. book or merch drops, all those people that are buying that bootleg stuff, they're all over. They're all over the mainstream. They're buying them. They're buying the official stuff too. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I agree. It's just, it's just, it's spreading the gospel essentially. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, the internet shifted now, like now it's one of those where like, you don't see nearly as much content for free. There's paywalls and stuff yeah. behind everything. Like, yeah. I mean, we grew up in the heyday of that where it was like, like when I was first breaking into comics, like everyone told me, don't charge money for your web comic. Just put it up for free. Mm-hmm. And just, and you know, like sell, sell prints or sell mm-hmm. copies of the books. And they were right. Like we're now it's kind of like, you can do a free web comic. Um, but, you know, you're at some point. You know, like you, you have. You know, you're probably smarter to put it in some kind of like paywall or subscription based or something. Right. Like that. So we're idiots, essentially, is what. Well, yes. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I'm you know, kidding. It just depends. It just depends. I, I mean, know. we. I mean, you and I've had that. Discussion. Yeah, we have. Like, our, the only reason why we haven't done more with the podcast is because we don't want it to become a job. A job. We're not in a position where we can probably handle i I know i can't balance it being a job at this point same um you know and you know maybe if we i don't think i don't think people would pay me to hear me talk about this shit anyway so they barely tolerate it as it is so hey you know if people want to pay us just let us know you know know? hey if you want to like give us money you can we won't we won't make you to listen to it but we'll, we'll certainly take money you know uh, yeah, I mean, we're not get. We don't. I mean, the reality is, we just don't get the kind of uh, listenership that we don't have companies coming to us going like, "Hey, we want to sponsor your podcast." And if we got that, awesome, we yeah. would be all over it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, no one's sponsoring our podcast at this point. We, like, <laughs> I mean, it's an odd, it's an odd niche. Yeah, yeah. Subject material, right? We you just know? spent and, we just spent twenty minutes talking about the conspiracy of whether Hitler lived through World War Two. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some podcasts. That's, like, oh, fuck, that's that true. Joe, Joe Rogan uh, that have made that like. I mean, that's the bread and butter is that kind of horseshit. But um, and yeah. don't get me wrong, I love that kind of horseshit. It's fun to speculate, and talk about. Like, oh, speaking of that, you want to hear crazy? I do. Hitler theory. I do. There was a theory that was uh, put forward. I think it was in a book that came out in like the eighties, and um, there was some claims that Hitler in the fifties cut some deal with the U S and they actually put him in a cabin up on Mount hood in Oregon Hmm. state. Interesting, right? Yeah. And then there was a few locals that had, uh, that were living out there that had made claims that like they had interacted with this gentleman 
who was living there for a few years before he died. Um, and, uh, and he, he, he spoke very, very bad English, but he had a, um, a chauffeur that took him around and the chauffeur basically did all the translation for him. And he would occasionally come into town, but it was only very briefly, but some of the descriptions where they would said he looked, he didn't have the mustache, but he looked very much like Adolf Hitler. I don't know if there's any kind of like it's a you know. It's well, listen, those- I mean, they the U.S. has has done some shady shit. I mean, half of the they they were like, oh, you you were a Nazi, right? But you're smart. All right, come on over. We'll give you. We'll even give you a statue at the front of NASA. So you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's an interesting. Like I always thought it would be. I you could never do it, but it would be interesting if someone did a graphic novel about. If Hitler escaped, and I remember having this conversation once mm-hmm. with a bunch of like a bunch of like writers and artists, we were all sitting around a table, uh, like eating lunch or something. This was years ago, and I brought that up, and they were like, "Dude, you could never do that." You, ne- I mean, it, it it could be fascinating, but yeah, you'd be walking a fine line, man. There'd be some people that'd be like, "How dare you?" Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but you know. I, there's, I mean, there's, there's books that have come out about it. Hell, there was a fucking TV show that went like three seasons. Oh yeah, Finding Hitler or something like that, yeah, or I'll, yeah, on the History I'll, Channel. I watched it. The first season was good. After that, it fell off the rails fucking hard. Like it just, there was one point where they were like, "There's this weird building," and you know, we we've heard reports the Germans were there during the seventies, and then like they're literally they they come up by boat and through the backyard. And you see people walk out on the like, what are you doing out there? And it's like, yeah, man, you're you're trespassing at someone's house. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just came up on their backyard off a lake. Like, you can't do that. Man. We heard that we heard there might be uh, Germans living here. And they're like, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Ugh. They had, uh, do you know who Tim Kennedy is? They had him on that show. Oh, the, the former... Special like, forces, yeah, yeah, yeah. MMA like guy, Green Beret, and like UFC fighter yeah, type guy. Yeah, uh, he was interesting, but kind of, kind of. Don't, don't, don't beat me up. He kind of can't. Tim Kennedy, but he came off kind of dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not. Sur- what, I, I, what do you expect? I'm not surprised, and I think this is the longest conversation I've ever had about Hitler in my He's, life. He is a fascinating individual, right? He's like, a piece he of is, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's a piece of shit, like, by all means. I just mean, like, his trajectory and everything about him is somewhat fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, how how he rose to power. I don't know, like, individuals like that are, I I always find fascinating, you know? Like, it's it's weird what their ambitions were and how they, what they were able to accomplish. Especially right. Hitler. It's such a short amount of time. Like right. the impact he made on the world was just, I mean, we're, they're still talking, we're still talking about him. Right. We're still literally talking right. about the guy. And it's like how many generations removed it's, you know, it, it, it's fat. It, there's, it's an interesting, interesting subject. I, world war two is one of those things. I think there's just so much intrigue and mystery about it still to this day. Yeah, that it's you're always going to have you know documentaries and sure, you know, sure. I mean, there's still declassifying files uh, from World War II. You know what I mean? Like they're still sitting on shit. Right. Um, right. You know, like it's kind of. Anyways, anyways, we should move on. We should, but I, I, you know, I know, it, you know, it, 
it shouldn't have to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. We yeah. we don't like this person. We think he's a pile of garbage. And uh, <laughs> I think you I know think that's very okay. Very, I just I just you know I want the, it's trying to lay it all out there. I'm um, a Captain America guy, man. Come on, hey, white and blue all the way. You know, punching Hitler in the face. That's right, as he should be. You know, there's a great homage uh, in um, the Archie the the Archie Adventures Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, there's an issue where they uh, they go back in time and uh, Raph does the Hitler punch like Cap did. This is a great. It's it's pretty epic. Okay, that's that's ridiculous, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's Hitler getting punched in the face. How can you not like it? Should be Casey Jones. Let's be honest. Well, he wasn't. This was the Archie. This was Archie. So it was based off of like the. It started off as like the uh, the cartoon. I didn't realize Archie did turtles yeah so their first their first run like the first like three or four issues was based off of um a few of the episodes of the actual show but then it like turned into so much more it's it's a it's a great great series um was that like a turtles in time type thing they did no it was uh like they well no no it wasn't not even at all oh okay yeah way off yeah but it's. Hey, you, I, I, of, I highly recommend it. Speaking of way off, you know, it just added, got added to Prime. I almost watched it, but then I was like, "No, you're better than this." The new Jurassic World movie. I saw that it was added to it. I'm not watching it either. I can't. Yeah, I was like, maybe I'll put it on like in the background or something, but it just looks like such dog shit. The thing um, is, you know, we could still just watch Jurassic Park. Why? Well, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, you know. I'm curious to see what they've done. Like, I like dinosaurs, so, yeah, but I just know how they did the Giganotosaurus, and I just fucking hated it. <laughs> I just made it, they turn it into such a like super predator, and it's just such bullshit, man. T Rex, fucking hands down, all the way, every it's day. Beat, it's beating the shit out of everything. Nothing's <laughs> taking the T Rex. It's just, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's just too big, man. Comes, it's too big. Yeah, that's right. Giganotosaurus is fucking light, dude. It's lightweight. It's big, but it's light. Mm. Yeah, you can be bit. You can be big, but if you don't got the weight behind it, and the bite force isn't even comparable. <laughs> T Rex bites that thing. It's fucking crushing it. Like I just know too much. I know too much. <laughs> too much. I know too much now, man. You're Nothing. like uh, you're like Ron Swanson at Home Depot. Hey, sir, can I help you? I know I more, know than, more you. than you. Yeah. yeah. That's you. That's, I walk into Jurassic World and I go, I know more than you. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm out. I'm yeah. Out. I'm out. That's all you need. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm sure Mr. Pratt's a nice guy. Kind of the church he belongs to has got some yeah. iffy history. Yeah. So, but I'm sure he's a great guy. Uh, do, hey, oh, speaking of uh, movies, did you, did you watch ever get around to watching the uh, – Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I haven't watched it yet. What a piece of shit. Did you watch it? I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, well, but I'm the piece of shit. You got like kids. It's Christmas time. You love Marvel movies. Not really. Movies. You love all that stuff. I figured you'd be all over it. You know, I did too. It's It's, I mean, come on, Dave Batista. We've been just. Dave Batista is the best. Legend, yeah, legend, absolute, absolute. 
Brock's out. Dave He's out. In. Yeah, agreed. Sorry. We're in we're in full agreement. It's Batista, Cena, then The Rock. Yeah, I got to see Cena do more than just um, which calls it. What was it? Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta see what what his acting chops bring down the road before I can form a, a solid opinion. No, I think he's. I still think he's. Well, he's. I don't. Know, he's in better media than The Rock. Yeah, but so far it seems like Cena's only path is kind of comedy. Yeah. Dave, Dave. Dave does, does it all. That's man. why he's the best, dude. He'll he'll do a B movie, but then he'll turn around and do an action movie. But then he'll turn around and do a comedy. Then all of a sudden he'll turn around and do like. A re- like a a, th- a horror thriller or yeah. like a drama, yeah, with like a emo- like with depth and emotion, and all of a sudden you're like, I wow, didn't know man. he could act until I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where he's just he's there in the beginning, and it was incredible. He was did incredible. You watch, did you watch the um? They only recently released him online, but the short he was in. So there was a, I did a, I did yeah 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 yeah. It's like fifteen minutes long. It's fucking awesome. It's yeah. like where they're hunting him down. Yeah, you know he's incredible. He's a, a, uh, he's a replicant. A replicant, yeah. yeah. And oh, man, he's so he's so fucking good. Yeah. He's good in yeah, everything. And like, yeah, and when you see him in interviews and stuff, he doesn't give a shit about like being mass marketed. He's like no. he's like, No, these are my ethics, these are my beliefs. Well even um, this way he was like, I don't want to do Marvel movies anymore. Like I I wanna be known as an actor. Like I wanna take more serious roles, like Yeah, and, and he has like when he was even in um and he played one of the villains in uh, one of the James Bond Oh, yeah. Movies. Yeah, he was like, in the, the worst one, but he was good in it. Yeah, so, he was great in it. Yeah. You know, he's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying human he's being. He's a terrifying human being, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's kind of the focal point of the Christmas special, him and Mantis. That's why I was That's like, what I I've figured. heard. I just, you know, I just haven't, I haven't done it yet. Wow. And, wow. Know, I know. You know, I don't know. I was in a real... I don't know. It was weird because normally I didn't even watch Jingle All the Way this year, and I watch that every Christmas, and I didn't even watch it. So is that your Christmas go-to? Yeah, Jingle All the Way, hands down. Wow. What do you mean, wow? Jingle All the Way wow. is fantastic. It's a great movie. Oh, okay, now you're using my terms. Fantastic. What, what's going on here? What do you mean? That's your term. What are you talking we, about? We here? have our little terms that we say. I always go, wow, that's fantastic, and you always go, like, there it is. There it is. I, I do say there it is. That is, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, no, Jingle Way is good. I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, wasn't it? Uh, what's his name? Sinbad, man. Yeah, Sinbad, man. And I know what I'm that- talking about. I took, <laughs> I took a semester of junior college. Yeah, he's great. He's great in that movie. My go-to Christmas movie uh, for the longest time was Prancer. Not the most popular, but goddamn. That movie always just hit me in the heartstrings. Nice. I never saw ever it. See, uh, basically, a little girl in small town wherever finds a reindeer, and her dad is like, he's the widowed, angry, kind of a hint that he might be semi-drunk. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam Elliott, who's like, I've got to work to save the farm. God damn it. I do love just, Sam Elliott. So. Just, we got to put it out. Just leave it alone. It's a wild animal. Of yeah. Course, you know, she like brings it home and they're like gotta save the farm you know that sort of thing and sounds like a hallmark the, movie no no it was like 80s yeah she's the only one that believes in santa still and everyone's like santa's not real yeah fifth grade chill yeah um it is good it's a good movie it's um good. it's kind of sad though but 
it gets good. And the the reindeer's injured, of course. Okay. It's one of Santa. It is Prancer. You know, they reveal yeah, yeah. at the end. This spoiler came out in like 1984. You, you know, uh, non-Christmassy, but you know what? Uh, the Prince of Beards has been getting into lately. Uh, he's been getting into Dragon Ball. About goddamn time. That's right. See, you're welcome. He's going to be so much better for it. The ethics and the values that that show teaches a <laughs> okay. young man. Okay, and young girl. why don't you relax? No, it's going to teach him, like, listen, if you want to get better, you got to work hard. You got to, like, grind. You got to, you know, and be a good person. He's be read. Person. He's read. So I tried to get him, dra- I tried to start him with Dragon Ball Z, but they didn't have volume one. Um, so the only one they had volume one one of was Dragon Ball Super. So he got that. He's already read it twice. He fell asleep, curled up next to his bed with Dragon Ball Super Volume One in his hands. I'm telling you, it's it's one and, of those comics. It hits everything. It's got comedy, action. Well, you know what he was doing tonight? Kamehameha's. He was watching uh what was it, Dragon Ball Super Brawly? Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. So we rented that. that for him. He's like halfway through it, so uh he's gonna get up in the morning and finish it. Dude, you know what's killing me though? Like he's come in and it's like all the characters are already like just like yeah. Like they're already at like god level powers. Yeah. He doesn't know where they started. Missing, yeah, the 80 he's like sleeping all through the 80s and 90s stuff where like when they were strong but it was it was all like they just they're just working to be the strongest on earth like win yeah. the tournament. Yeah. And then Dragon Ball Z is where it's like they start revealing that like oh no, Goku's an alien. And his family, they're the last of a, of a warrior race. That's why he's, like, so freakishly strong. Yeah. And then it just, like, it gets crazy from there. And it's, like, an awesome blend of, like, you've got all this, like, Chinese mythology, like Journey mm-hmm. to the West. That was what Dragon Ball was. Uh, he, was he loves it, though. Kind of like, that's great. That's great. He loves it. He was like, I want to get a Goku wig so I can dress up as Goku. <laughs> you giving yourself high fives yeah that makes me so happy yes good yeah good. i tried to get my niece and nephew into it and they were just like what is this bullshit no interest at all just, that's funny yeah just no they didn't well, sell it well you know he's not the only one who's been making the leap into some uh into some manga and we'll talk about that but uh i finally made the dive as well i'm telling you man manga it, i i hate the fact that i like I hate the fact that so many people our generation are just don't give it even a, a shot. They're like, nope, uh, that, I'm not into that stuff. Or they're the opposite where they, I only read manga. I don't read American comics. And I'm yeah. like, idiots. It's all the fucking same. Yeah. It yeah. It just comes from different places. The, the once I, once I like, honestly, the, the, the most difficult part was just figuring out how to read it and which way the page goes. But once you figure that out. So basically, I can't take you to a country where they drive on the left side of the road. I've, That's, I've been to countries where they drive on the left side of the road and have been and fine. It, and it I, was just chaos. chaos. <laughs> it was fine. I just say it took, you know, you just, once you like, you, you got to get into the rhythm because you spent your whole life going the other way. So, right. Right. but once I got that, dude, I, I knocked this, the book that I'm going to talk about, I knocked it out, man. It was fucking great. And and you're wishing you would have bought the volume two while it was there in your hand. This yeah. super rare volume two that's hard to find. The book that's been out of print for years. 
Well, I, I they got it. I'm surprised you were able to find it in the they shop. They just had them. They had them there. And wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, so has we got anything to look forward to? Is there any like, is there anything coming out here in the future? I haven't really been paying attention. Um, any hot shit from DC or Marvel coming out? Like on the comic stands? On the comic stands. You know, Marvel's doing this like Sins of Sinister book, like another giant X-Men thing. Okay. Um, I, I, it, you know, I don't I don't really read current X-Men because it's so, it's so much, right? And every book yeah. kind of ties into each other and it's very confusing. Um, but the one thing the what I will say is what I've been enjoying is seeing like the sins of sinister they're they're doing like nineties x men covers for them, so Ooh, that's uh cool. yeah, so those are pretty cool i'll probably I might pick a couple of those up based on the based off of the covers there um yeah. what about black label? they do anything with black label anything good coming out over there that's a good question i you know I'm not sure um you know, I was reading, I did pick up, uh, well, not pick up, but I was reading on the DC app. Um, what was it? Oh, it was the uh, the Nightwing, the Nightwing series uh, with oh. Tom Taylor, Bruno, uh, Bruno Redondo. I think that was his name. And I they, keep hearing good things about that. It's so good. It's so good. And it like captures everything that... Like, you know, Dick Grayson is everything that Bruce Wayne isn't. You know, he's cares about well, he shows that he cares, cares about, about people. people. Uh, you know, he's uh, you know, he's up in the light. Right. While Batman is in the dark and uh, they do such a good job of capturing that. But one of the things that stood out to me both, I think it was issue 87 that they did where the entire comic was like one continuous page. It sounds like, I mean, I looked at it, you would die, like, just trying to draw it, I think, would have been a nightmare, but... uh, Yeah, I mean, there's ways to do it to make it easier on yourself, but I've seen the pages, and it was one of those... It's incredible. It's It's incredible. The the way he had Nightwing running through the panels, and the way way it... Yeah, it was re- it was just really well done. I don't think um, you don't get that very often. It's um, something that I don't think I've ever seen before. I'm sure it's been done before, but I've never seen it. Like not um, on that level. Yeah, not on that level. But. Yeah, and like if I was gonna read any ongoing DC book, Nightwing would probably be it. It's fantastic, man. And they're bringing back. They brought back. Uh, you know, Barbara Gordon, they're like together again, which is as it should be. Um, Are they a couple? I'm not familiar with they, their... they They've been off and on for decades. Even like in the 90s run, they like got engaged and didn't get married. They marry those two, you fucking cowards, DC. Um, <laughs> what would Commissioner Gordon say? Right? He'd be all about it. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, I, yeah, that issue alone makes the entire series worth a read, but it's just, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I can't even put it into words how great, how great that series is just from like the storytelling to the art, to the color, everything. It's just, it's perfect, man. And it's, it's won awards and well-deserved. There's a reason why that book is always like at the top of like best, best ongoing series, you know, um, because it is, it's, it's fantastic. Ah, see wow. there, I'm saying fantastic again. Now, now you got me in my head. 
Now you You're got me all in my about head. the Fantastics tonight. Apparently, uh, it's late. You know, folks, it's late. I'm tired. I'm not up this late usually, but uh, big sleepy bear. Just... You know, we wanted to we wanted to get an episode in for 2023. We we wanted to break the seal and and get back out there. So yeah, you know, just kick it off just with a chill, just catching up, catching up post holidays. That's know? right. Yeah, That's right. did you guys do anything good for New Year's? Did you guys do anything fun? Stayed home, man. I don't, I don't, I don't do anything on New Year's. We just, we just relaxed. No fancy soirees, black tie events, black sweats. It was a black sweatpan event in my house. So. <laughs> it's all right. We uh, we stayed up all night and we watched um, Love Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know what's sad? You loved it. Is you loved it. That's what's sad. I'm hooked. Oh, what's crazy is how many episodes. I don't know if they do an episode a day or what. But I think we're on like episode 53 and we're still in the season. I'm I'm ready to get the fuck out. I want it to end. But um, see, it's not just you don't just watch it, though. You guys like watch it. And then afterwards, you're like, I can't believe what happened. Oh, here's what's crazy. It's <laughs> we'll be watching it and someone will do something. We'll pause it and then look at each other and be like, can you believe Billy just did that? What a piece of shit. What would you do? That's that why position? people love those I shows would, is so I they could just shit. judge the shit out of other people. They're all, I mean, let's be honest. The, the people that go on, they're all like fucking fame vultures. Yeah, and, well, and those shows aren't real either. So oh, I looked up a lot of the people, and it's like they all they all have IMDb's yep. or have like kind of like failed attempts at I don't want to say failed, but like beginner attempts at like some kind of career in entertainment. Yeah, yep. and so you know, their agent was like, "Listen, I booked you on this. This is going to be great." Um, I've, I just recently found, my sister told me that like this is where I, how Cardi B actually got her start. She was on one of these shows. Probably, um, yeah, I'm sure. I forget what it was. Um, my sister watches all that shit, you know. But yeah, I actually sat and watched one from start to finish. They're, fa- like, they're, they're like a fascinating study on like. <laughs> it's like a, you're watching a sociology study play out because the whole time we're going like, wait a second, they've been in the same house for almost three months. Yeah, like. How what we're missing a lot of content because this has got to be just we edited the shit. Fun. Yeah, they edit the fuck out of it to like. Yeah. Yeah. And there's you one know, you're like, I want this person to be the villain. Let's just cut it to make them look really shitty. Well, there was one guy that they brought in and the way they cut it, he was just so boring, so lame. Like he never had anything to say. But then when he laid, obviously he got voted out like two episodes later. Look how invested I am. This is sad. Right, this is this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. Keep going, please. But the crazy thing was when they voted him out, everyone was like, "Yeah, they, you know, they did a little roundtable discussion. Like, yeah, you know, it's so sad he had to leave. Yeah, I mean, once he opened up, the guy was hilarious. He was so funny. He was just one of the, you know, a regular comedian. And the whole time we're going, never once did we see this guy crack a joke. <laughs> like, what are we missing here? Like, maybe he was these- just saying some real fucked up jokes, and they I were mean, like, we can't, we can't, we can't show this. Yeah, <laughs> and also like. I mean, those the show's really fucked up. We, you know, like it's really interesting that anybody who's not white gets immediately voted off the uh, the island. Yeah, well, which mm. we're like, oh wow, huh? I wonder. Yeah, we're watching the UK edition, so like, looking at you, UK. Yeah, maybe, come on, sh- guys. Come on, what's going on there? Come on. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that is uh, that's what we did New Year's. Um, 
night and uh, hated myself for it. I was the I'm the only one who stays up late in my house, so I think I was the only one awake for uh, for midnight. So I've met a young man in your house that wants to try and stay up late. He I don't could think try, he- but you know he does not want to. Well, he wants to, but he can't do it. No, one I won't no let him. Two, he'll fall asleep. So yeah. Plus, you know, he doesn't sleep in, and I'm like, bro, you're not. You're not uh, you're not staying awake if you can't sleep in, man. Yeah, man, that little dude's up at like five a.m. Like, that hey, want to watch TV and play video games? I'm like, no, man, I need like coffee. Like, let's just take it down like two notches, yeah. please. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm not ready. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's up. He's he's up at like six, seven. Rare rare occasions he'll sleep in after eight, but. Uh, so he has to go to bed. If he doesn't like, if he doesn't get like enough sleep, yeah, he's such a little asshole. So. <laughs> uh, I say that with love. I say that with love. You, you know, you're your dad. You, of course, yeah, of course. Do you want to kill him and choke slam him to hell all the time? Well, he, you know, ever love, since listen, love. ever since he turned eight, he's been like testing me a little bit. <laughs> What do you mean? Well, there's been a calling your name. No, there's been like he just wants to like get me. And there's been a couple of times where like, you know, he'll have like a little little temper tantrum thing. And I'm like, hey, you need to go in your room and you can come back out when you're done doing whatever it is that you're doing. He'll look at me and go, no. And I'll be like, and I'll be like, listen, man, you can go in your room by yourself, like willingly, or I can put you in your room. No, that's, and so, that's what my family would have been like. Do you want us to drive you down to Everett or Seattle and drop you off at one of the homeless <laughs> shelters? I'm kidding. I'm not even joking. That was the big threat, and I believed them because the way they would talk yeah. was like, "You think? Oh, you think your life is hard? You want to go to the homeless shelter? You want to see what hard is?" Yeah. And I, <laughs> so like, so like, I'll get up. So like, then I'll get up and like walking towards him, like I'm gonna put him in his room. This this motherfucker will like charge me. <laughs> whoa dude he's done it a couple of times but then but then i just effortlessly like grab him and put him in his bedroom and i'm for like now wait till he's he ain't like the one s- senior in high school he's not the one it won't sophomore matter more in college and he's like hey hey dad you're fucked <laughs> it's never it's you know i'll always win you gotta get see. We gotta you gotta get this psychological edge now. That's so what that I'm when doing. He's, when he's bigger, stronger, and healthier than you, you can still he'll just see. Do the, it. See, he'll, the difference is is like you know when you're young. When you're young, you're like, yeah, I'm a fight, but I'm gonna fight like a man. And like, but me, the first thing I'm doing is gonna hit you in the nuts, little man. Like you know, you can <laughs> like you have to knees done, throat I- done. Like, when I got to my dad, when I was when I got to the size where I could challenge my dad for the throne, yeah. there's no fucking around. You can go right for the balls. Every yeah. just grab. Yeah, you know how many times my dad grabbed me by the nuts because I was an asshole and was like, <laughs> I could take you. Yeah, and I'd shoot in for some double leg, and he'd be like, Oh no, you're taking me down. Shata! Yeah, exactly. Ah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, feel that, it's, feel it's, the fist of the green beret just squeezing. You want to keep going? <laughs> go away. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You gotta play. You gotta play those games because uh, you know. Yeah. Because he, there will be a point where he will be bigger, faster, and stronger than me. <laughs> I can't. I can't let him win. I can't let yeah, him win. That's right. 
No. Tongan death grip, baby. That's right. Stone Cold That's right. Stunner. What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for those days. I am so excited. Yeah. We're going to be recording just old as fuck, and he's going to be like, hey, dad, it's time. <laughs> yeah. I t- and I the the best part is is I like you'll be proud of him. I will, but I, but I also like it now. I do it as effortly as possible, and then I let him know. I'm like, you really want to be doing this with me, man? Like, I'm not even trying, man. I'm not even trying. Like, you're gonna have to try a lot harder than this, dude. dude. He, he doesn't care. He's gonna continue challenging you. I know forever. I ever. know. And then once he's mature enough, where he's like, I'm not going to challenge you physically. I'm just going to challenge you mentally Mm -hmm. and you'll be old and out of touch Mm -hmm. and you'll be like, no, no, they're good. They're just killing people in the streets. You know, (laughs) and he's going to be like, no, they're not dad. Yeah. You're dumb. (laughs) That's fair. I'm, I'm not going to take the vaccination. That's how they're going to track us. That's how they track us. That's right. (laughs) No, they track you through your iPhone, dad. No, no, they don't do that. No, no. Oh yeah, getting old's gonna be great. I know, it's gonna be great. Wow, I know. Just wow, be mocked mercilessly. <laughs> you know, I, I, a good friend of the of the podcast, he was telling me his his kids were mocking him, and um, they it made he he decided to like he's been getting up every day and going to the gym or mm-hmm. almost every day and going to the gym because his kids were just mocking his weight. Oh no! For making fun of him, and then they've just on a serious note taken us, you know, and be like, "Why, Dad? Why do you look like this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, wow! That would be enough to make me be like, oh, I need to make some life changes, My right? Like, yeah, making fun of me that would be right." Be but um, yeah, man, uh, why don't we uh, get into some? Because this let's do it. It's getting late and ridiculous. Yeah, late. <laughs> We're just talking about you getting your ass kicked by your son yeah well it hasn't happened yet it'll never happen folks you heard it here uh 2023 it's never gonna happen hasn't happened 2023 never will ever the title is mine until i willingly relinquish it which will never happen the trick is you just got to die early. That's what my dad did. And then I was <laughs> oh, never able dark. to take the <laughs> I was never able to take oh my the belt. God. <laughs> yeah. I was never able to take the belt. Never able to become the champion of the family. Has, so, it, has, it, has it haunted you? My entire life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I just have to make it like I have to hope there's some kind of afterlife so that when I die, the problem is, is like there's that risk of like. When you die, you'll be put in your prime. In your prime. You'll, right, right. Yeah. So then it'll be my prime versus him, his prime. It's going to be uh, iffy. It's a prime, uh, prime green beret. Ugh. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really going to have to dig deep. Yeah. And if we're in water, I'm fucked because he was a surfer. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good in water. I can yeah. swim, but like not well. I can just kind of move around. I can get from point A to point B at a slow pace. Yeah. So if we're in water, I'm fucked. Yeah. Right? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Let's see. Then he could taunt you and get you out into the water. Which he's he would be able to do. He yeah. has the mental edge. Yeah. Give him that. Yeah. He'll he definitely. So yeah. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Ooh. Bloodbath in wish- the afterlife. Oh man, I wish I still had that button. I would have pressed it. That would have been a good time. 
Isn't that sad? That's like what I'm looking forward to. Like when I die, I'm going to have to fight my dad. <laughs> if there's a heaven, he's going to be at the gates like, oh, you want in, huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah you you got to get through me first. Come on, let's see, it, see what you got. I've been waiting 50 years, motherfucker. Yeah. Just, yeah. The whole time he's just like, yeah. It's not your best. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if I beat him, he'll be like, eh, it was all right, but uh wasn't your best. You could do better. And then I'll be like, you lose. That's when it'll be like, oh, I just got finished. I just got beaten. Yep. I don't. How did that happen? Yep. How did that happen? Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Let's get into what we've been reading, man. I've been dying to talk to you about this. Uh, okay. Lay it on me. Well, I finally picked up. After years, because you talked about this a couple of years ago, and uh, I just never been able to find it. Yeah, it was during the pandemic. Yep. I got it. Uh, all my all my copies I, were all used. I had to. Um, I ended up just yeah. Some a couple of them I had to spend big like you know for me like I had to spend like forty bucks, fifty bucks. Wow, to get a couple of them. Wow. So yeah. I got volume one of Pluto, uh, yes. the manga by uh, who is uh, Nakoi Urasawa. Did I say that right? And uh, Osamu Tezuka. Suzuka. Um, And it's uh, what is it's a reimagining of Astro Boy. And uh, yeah, the. uh, All right. He's grabbing his copy because. But I I just have to say this is the first uh, I've, I've dabbled in some manga, but haven't really gotten through it. And I think the biggest reason, kind of like what I talked about earlier, was just figuring out the format, right? Right? Which direction does it go? Um, you know, when you're so used to doing it one way, the hardest part was doing it, doing it the opposite. But I have to say, this book is is incredible. This volume one was incredible. I could not put it down. A murder mystery, um, and then you know, one of the one of the volumes. Which uh, which chapter was it? It was the chapter on uh, North. Uh, what was it? North five. Um, the the robot who becomes the butler for the blind musician. Yeah, they get into this whole that like, one hit um, me, man. That one hit yeah, me. And there's this whole social construct that's yeah. happening where like there's advocacy because the AI has matured where the robots have essentially feelings and stuff, right? Right. Well, some of them, some of them, some of depending on what grade they are. So there's like but six super like, robots and it starts off with like one of the main ones getting murdered and he's beloved by the world. Right. But there's this whole undertone of like, there's a civil rights movement yeah. going on of yep. like, are, if AI truly exists, is it, does it should it be recognized as a as a person right because it has feelings right. and emotions and, and all this stuff it's actually interesting too because kind of like what we were talking about with like the ai art and this whole thing with north 5 and the blind uh composer the blind old composer the the robot uh he was like i want to learn how to play the piano and the guy was like you can't because even if you just play the notes all you're learning is an algorithm like you're not learning the music and it was it wasn't until like he leaves you know uh he uh, the robot he fires him the 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 composer fires north five but north five goes back to his hometown tracks down what his actual origins are and tells him because this this robot has nightmares of all of the other robots that he killed during like the robot wars and he's like i don't want to have nightmares anymore and this is all essentially like a generation after World War Three. Yes. Um, 
Yes. And these the 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 was it the five or six super robots that are still alive that yep. survived the war. They're yeah yeah they're all of them have like PTSD and all this and different it, different jobs. A, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, it's so good, man. I I'm how many volumes are there? Uh, eight. There's eight volumes. I will have all eight, and I am gonna read every single one of them. I, I like now that now that I read this, I'm like, fuck, I want to read more. Because, yeah. So, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say Tezuka is the original creator of Astro Boy. Right. He's like the original right. like guy, and then Urasawa is probably he he's doing um. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I think he just finished 20th Century Boys. I have the and, first volume out of that, and I haven't read it yet. And, yeah, I haven't read that either. Maybe that should be our next – that should be our thing this year. Maybe we should do a dissection of 20th Century Let's Boys. Let's do it. But in my opinion, he's maybe one of the best like comic like well, storytellers like and, alive today. He's so good. And that's um, the thing, right? It, you know, they're, the drawings, like you think that – you you if you just like do a short quick glance at it you think oh these are like simple simple drawings but they're really not if you you know you put it in the context of the actual storytelling you know going from panel to panel and you I got to I got to address that statement if I if I'm allowed well I'm I'm you're talking about a layman this is a, I'm you know I'm a layman who doesn't necessarily like if you're looking at it I'm saying at first glance yeah, I w- this is what I would say about um, about uh, Urasawa is that, in my opinion, he is there's no wasted line. He I is agree. Like an artist, artist like there's he doesn't there's he doesn't waste space by yes. adding unnecessary detail. His drawing is like immaculate and perfect. Yeah, I was actually but, getting there. I was getting but, there with that. Oh, okay. But yeah, and it's also not so stiff. He's like kind of like almost like a steward eminent or something like that where like it's everything's just really well drawn, mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not so overly drawn that it sucks the life right. out of it. Like everything's very like there's a lot of movement and stuff. So it still has that cartoon element to it. But yet, like when you think of manga and I look at this and it's like, oh, no, like it's not like not every face is just a pointy nose. Right. Right. It's not overly stylized or a, like a a boilerplate right. stylization that is applied to every fucking character. Right. Um, like he he ca- like he's re- like the main character, the main detective. Right. He he look he's like he looks European like he's yep. a French looking guy. Yep. You know, it. Anyways, sorry. No, I would. I just think I, I. I really, really. That's where I was going with it. Is like, in it, it, there's there's like beauty in the simplicity of it. Where like you think it's simple, but it's not. And like everything, you know, there's no color, and it's you know it's black and white. So you rely on the skill of him as a drafts person, right? And, and storyteller. And storyteller, yeah. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful book, um, both as both through art, through through the storytelling, um, you know, panel to panel. And then, uh, you know, just crafting this overall story is uh, like you feel it. You feel it like when after he discovers what uh, after the the, uh, composer discovers what North did for him, like finding his origin, helping him be able to create music again. And he's like, okay. I'm going to give you that piano lesson. But then North is like, 
whatever killed these other robots is coming. I got to go meet it. And he never gets to have that lesson, you know? And man, that got me, dude. That got me. I can't wait for you to read the other volumes. Oh my God. Cause it builds, man. The mystery really builds. And then you think you have an idea of who it might be. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. And then, they, and then at some point, you know, like any mystery, they figure out where it's coming from. Yeah. And then it's a tracking it down for the, like a, yeah, ep- this epic battle. Oh, I can't l- wait, man. Kind of has a little bit of like a ghost in the shell type element to sure. it. Sure, but uh, yeah, it's but really good. This 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 it makes me want to go out and, and and read some more manga. You know, um, there if you like this artist, um, there's a really he's got a collection. It came out a couple years ago. I reviewed it on here called Sneeze. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about his, that. Yeah, it's like twelve short stories. Yeah, um, I think it's like maybe like three hundred pages, maybe two hundred fifty. It's not that long, but it's great. It's really good. Uh, yeah. Sneeze was, um, yeah, it, it was real. It was really just a nice mix, different tones. All the stories were different. Some were funny, some were sad. My only, were- my only gripe. Uh oh, here it comes. No, it's it's really just it's small. The the books are like just small. I'm used to the big bigger bigger page sizes, right? Because oh. I'm because I'm old and I need glasses now. So it, you know. Hey man, you know, over in Japan they have to be conservative with space. I know. Right? A lot of people in a small area. I know. Um. Wow. I'm just hey. If that's the only gripe, then that's not a bad thing. You know. They that's do, just per, hey, that's just a personal preference for me. Hey, I like bigger pages. For the prince, you can get him some over. You can get him some oversized DBZ. Okay. Yeah, it exists. I've seen it. All right. And there was actually in like '99, they tried taking the the DBZ manga and they were actually printing it as comic size. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah, I had I had the whole run for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, but I think it just like fell off. So around like issue thirty, um, they stopped, and it was weird too because like you know like you get one of these manga right, it's a whole volume, yeah, um, where it would only it was like a twenty two page comic they were they were trying to break. So like one volume, which would come comes out like every three months, they would they really that's all they covered in the comic series. Wow. It was really strange, yeah. But I was like subscribing to it. And I think it just was one of those was like when they were first starting to introduce manga and there wasn't really a lot of options. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think it took very well. Um, yeah. Like I've seen it now, like in discount bins. Now you can find it sometimes in like the dollar bins and stuff like that. But sure. Um, yeah, I had like the whole the whole run. I, I remember thinking like, oh, man, this will be worth something someday because. Yeah. This is so weird. Yeah. But. No, nobody gave a shit. They want the fucking <laughs> manga books. But I'm so happy though that you're you know you know what next after this you have to read. Hmm. You should jump into Akira. I think you dig Akira. I have man. the first two volumes. I just haven't read them yet. So Dude, you you're breaking my ever loving heart. <laughs> oh my god, really? You have all that? I have two. Vol- I have two, the first two volumes of Akira. I just haven't. I haven't read it yet. But uh, after reading this and seeing how just fantastic it is. Uh, it's happening. Yeah, dude, man. Like, I'm not a big manga guy, but I'm not. I'm. It's mostly just because I'm super picky. Yeah, you know. So if I'm going to invest in something, um, but the few stuff that I read, it's like, like, like I remember I checked out uh, when we were living in Jersey. I I read um, Akira like through the library system, mm-hmm. and it was just man, it was so good. It was so well done, and just 
such a crazy story to read. Um, maybe it might feel a little dated now just well, because like, I think there's been so many ripoffs of Akira, right? Sure. Or like going back to the source, you'd be like, eh, it's not going to probably have the same kind of impact it had for the people ripping it off, you know? Sure. Um, sure. But it's still pretty, it's some pretty heavy shit. Um, yeah, man. So you're going to, you think that's what you're going to be reviewing through the, the next couple months? You're going to be tracking down the rest of Pluto? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to just review Pluto. You know, I want to, I'll probably just read Pluto. I probably, I probably won't talk about Pluto again until I read them all. Okay. I want to search them all down, but I definitely, you know, uh, I'm going to talk about Akira. Um, I want to review, I've got the first volume of 20th century boys. So I want to review that. I've got that great Witcher manga that I haven't even opened yet. So what the hell, man? You're killing me. So I've got a few. I've got a few that I want to read. You have more manga than I do. Well, you know I, that? I got like four different stories, but I don't have like the complete sets of them or anything like that. So Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you uh you have these volumes and they just, just you know. <laughs> you're literally sitting on magic, my friend. I know, magic. right? I know. Magic. Mind magic. I know. Wow. I know. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That's my 2023 goal. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna review some manga for the for the podcast. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's a good goal. Yeah, my goal is I'm just gonna finish Operation Fucking Blue. God I like that. It. I like that goal. I like that goal quite a bit. Um, yeah. What's yeah, a, right? What's that? I said yeah. Right. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, only, it's only to uh, our benefit. Yeah. Uh, okay. What did I read? Yeah. I read a whole bunch of shit. Okay. A whole bunch of shit. Okay. First, I'm going to start off with the Kickstarters. Did you read your Kickstarters? I have not read from my our, Kickstarters from our yet. buddies? I haven't read them yet. Terrible. I know. Be. Uh, it's well, sitting right it. here. It's sitting right here on my pile. So, um, well, first, I'm going to, I got, um, uh, this came real quick. Yeah, dude. But, uh, that was one of the fastest Kickstarters, man. That's how you do, like, Ludi, that's how you do Kickstarter, man. Don't right. Don't wait two years and then post an update, like, trying to get people to feel sorry for you. Just And asking for you to back the, the next volume that doesn't even exist, even though the first, or the next issue, even though the issue one has isn't even finished. Yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. a bad fucking look. Right. Just throw all that out there. <laughs> right. You look. Especially after you tell people like, hey, uh, issue one, all the art's done, just figuring it out. And then it does record numbers in terms of campaign sales. Yeah. And then it, you, yeah. Yeah. After you say it's 80% done. Oh, I just, you know, I, 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 I can't color. So I've just taken this time to try and learn how to color a book. Even uh, though the colors look fucking gorgeous. Yeah, the the yeah. cover looks fucking gorgeous. Even cover, coloring covers for years. You know how to color. Like, like a couple like, of decades. Yeah. 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 Like maybe terrible excuses. Yep. We're not pointing at anybody. We're not going to say names, but yeah, if you're going to do a Kickstarter, here's a rule of thumb. If you're going to do a Kickstarter, like be upfront. People, just be honest. Be honest, be man. Yeah. Very forgiving about production lines and all that kind of stuff. Well, or like I buy a Kickstarter because I not just believe in the project, but I believe in the person behind the project. So if you're honest and upfront and saying, hey, after if it's, you know, this is taking me longer than I thought it would, guys, like hang with me. 
let me yeah. i'm going to post as often you know i'm going to post often i'm going to keep people informed what's going on show them what show them what i'm working on not wait a year and then be like oh i suck guys but hey you know back my next project it's not even though the first one's not done yet yeah uh yeah I, my thing is like I can understand if like you're you hit the bare minimum of your your goal, so money is not, tight. Not and if all you that made, made ninety thousand dollars, like you can go fuck yourself. Off of one pre-sale, one twenty-two page or thirty-page book, yeah, yeah, uh, no excuses, yeah. man, none, none. That you, cl- yeah, that supposedly is already almost done. Yeah, so yeah, we've been working on the last ten pages for a year. Yep, so, well, after. Ninety thousand dollars raised, you know, like, come on, dude. Hope that vacation was nice, or or whatever the fuck you were doing with the money. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's just, it's just egregious, egregious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. They're they're, like they're probably gonna have to go, but go to Indiegogo because hopefully Kickstarter won't fund them again. I just want Jim Ross going. You son of a bitch. He's a (laughs) son of a bitch. Yeah, when Austin was like, of course, of course, like attacking somebody, like, oh, there's the rattlesnake. He's a no. When 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 Hulk Hogan went Hollywood, Hulk Hogan just betrayed the world. You know what? Yeah. When end up when he when Hogan joined the Outsiders and formed the NWO and is like repeatedly dropping the big leg on Macho Man. Who's already laid out, yep. in, you know, in the center Tears. of the ring? Yeah, I think it was Bash at the Beach. That it did it, it was. It was. Yeah. Well, I can't believe I'm even pulling this out of my ass, but it was such a memorable moment. And then he's like sitting there, like, "Oh, the end of or the what was it? WCW can all the Hulkamaniacs can eat shit." <laughs> I, that was like holy. Like I was out off the Hogan train at that point. I was like, "Yeah, Hogan's lame. He does the yeah. same thing." But when he did that, I was like, "I'm back in." Like, okay. <laughs> you thought Hogan. he was coming out to rescue Macho Man? He wasn't. That was the best because everyone's like, "He's the third man. He's out. He's come to help the WCW." Oh, and, you know, Bobby the Brain Heaton's over there going like, "Oh, he's uh, you know, ho- of course Hogan's come to save the day." Oh, you know, and then. Oh, he turns. Yep. He turns. It was great. That was one of the best moments in it was. Again, you know, everyone talks about Hogan slamming Andre, but I think him turning his back on all the Hulkamaniacs yep. might have been the best. The best. I agree. I agree. Um Any, anyways, I don't remember what we were talking about. We were about. talking about Kickstarters about Oh, okay. About how yeah. Ludi did a great he ran a great Kickstarter. Ran a great Kickstarter, a man of integrity, yeah. man who delivers on what he says he's going to do at light speed. Like mm-hmm. it was insane. Uh, yeah, so I read uh, the anthology uh, Monstrosities by Warden Comics. Yeah, that's uh, on my pile. It's on my pile, man. I can't wait to dig into it. Yeah, man. And it was, you know, it's everything uh, that that was that was advertised, you know, yeah. it was, it was, is a nice array of different stories and different art styles. Um, and they all have like nice, I don't want to give anything away just because the book is now for sale on his website uh, at warningcomics.com. You should, you should definitely go and pick it up. If you're listening, yeah, go on, go pick it up. Go support Ludi. Uh, go support yeah. Warden Comics, man. He's a good dude. Puts out cool stuff. Active, active duty, uh, a member of the United States military. Come on. Like, you know, this is his like side business. 
while he's serving our country. You know, you, oh, you're a patriot. Well, then support his. He buys, support That's right. His business, if you man. listen, what we're saying, what we're telling you right now is that if you don't buy this, you hate America. Yeah, and you're probably like, you're you're probably with that other guy, that old knucklehead hiding out in Argentina. So, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Wow. There yeah. it is. Who do you want to be? What side of history do you want to be on? That's right. I like this. I think we need to be more aggressive in 2023 and really just like bully the listeners. That's into, right. Bully them into buying stuff. Do you, know, you want to be a patriot? Do you want to support freedom? That's right. That's what we Warden did. Comics. Warden freedom. Comics. Patriotism. Freedom. It's like those, uh, the, 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 the new golf. Have you seen those golf ads? The golf clubs, like PRX golf clubs or whatever. Have I know, yeah, those? PRX golf. Yeah, dude, they have a great military discount, man. Yeah, well, it's like founded by a marine guy, but yeah. all of his ads are like, "Do you want to hit the ball farther?" Oh yeah, this is the greatest patriotic club in the world. Get it? It's the best. Yeah, that's Be like that's like uh, Black Rifle. We're the only coffee company that supports the Second Amendment. Like, I didn't know my coffee had to support something, but okay, bud. Like, all right. I didn't know bears had arms. I thought they just had legs. <laughs> right? I guess when they stand up they have arms. Right? Mm-hmm. Coffee and coffee and guns for the bears. Yeah, I guess. Right to arm bears. Yes, shit coffee. But anyways, um, wow. Their coffee wow. isn't good, dude. I'm so, it's not good. I've never had it. It's not good. I think I've said it before. It's not good. Yeah, you're not a big fan of Black Rifle. I don't like the coffee. Are we, is our podcast going to have to go up against the Black Rifles podcast? I hope not. They get way more numbers than we do. <laughs> We're going to get crushed. <laughs> they're going to destroy us. Yeah. See, they're going to send Tim Kennedy. He's going to be coming up our backyard. We're going to be like, what are, what are you doing, man? He's like, shit. I'm looking for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, monstrosities, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just, it was a great anthology. Uh, I, you know what? I, I hope people give, give Warden comics a chance and check out like yeah. the cattle that he's building. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, if you like indie books and you like supporting indie artists, like go check the, it, the book delivers, man. It's like, it's great production. Um, it's yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. I really can't. I really can't. Um, and, you know, in anthologies, you never really know what you're going to get, right? Right. Like, you know, you might. You might I like that. Stuff. I like that about anthologies. That's the one thing I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's showcasing a lot of like new talent, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I don't I didn't really. The only guy I recognized was David Brame. Yeah. Um, you know, who was Eisner nominated. I don't know how the hell he got Dave, but um, yeah. And Dave did a cool like sci fi story. That's all like, you know, dude in space and stuff. He's like, I'm some kind of like. I don't know if he's like in some kind of like space station or something. I read this book a couple weeks ago. Okay. Kind of sitting on it. Where is it? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So I read that monstrosities. Okay. And then another friend of the show. Yes. Our, uh, our good buddy way out in Connecticut. Uh, Mr. Uh, Steve Urena. He, uh, finally volume two. Issue two of Slowpokes has arrived. That's right. The Killer Sloth book. They're you back have, and they're deadlier than us. ever. That's right. You may remember us raving about it. Um, 
How is issue uh, two, man? I haven't I haven't read it yet. I've got it. I've got it. It's, I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's um, great. It, it just it picks up uh, where issue one left off. Yeah, you know, with the kids escaping in a bus, and uh, this time they make their way out to like a summer camp. Cool. And they think that it's, there's like a evening party thing going on, and they think that it's like okay, you know. So it's kind of got that like Crystal Lake eighties mm-hmm. vibe. I love that from like yeah, from like the Jason movies. That's his vibe too. Yeah, and so you know you've got like teenagers and you know basically like doing what teenagers do, especially like eighties style. Oh, yeah. You know, just having a good time partying and stuff, and um, and then. Killer Dude, sloths the slo- happen. The sloths have followed them out there, yeah. And the sloths are fast, right? Mm-hmm. They're fast. And angry. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just get a bunch of great scenes um, with sloths killing people. And, you know, the, there's a really funny scene. One of my favorite scenes was uh, there's a, one of the kids. He's It's the guy. He's kind of the chubby guy who's got the shirt that says, I know karate. And uh, <laughs> yes. he decides to kind of, like, man up and, like, take on one of the sloths. Um and the sloth basically like mimics him and like gets into like a Bruce Lee pose. <laughs> yeah, and it it was pretty cool. Um they don't well, I don't want to spoil it, but okay. um, yeah. Oh, you gotta read it still. But yeah, it's it's got some great stuff. And then he kind of brings in there's a another a few other elements, a few other players um that start kind of like almost hinting at kind of like what, how the sloths became how they are. Um, which I think he hinted, I can't remember. It's been a while since I read the first issue. Same, but uh, yeah, he kind of brings that that extra element into it. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a great tongue in cheek, you know, comedy horror comedy comic. You know, obviously it's fucking sloths killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really enjoyed the first one. Like it's been sitting in my pile. I need to I need to get reading on my pile. I I do this thing where I'll let it stack up. Yeah. And then I'll just spend one one or two days just reading all of them. Yeah, it's a quick read, man. Yeah. You'll, you'll get through it pretty quick. Um, that's one thing I will say is I know Steve hasn't been like writing for a very long time, but he does a really good job of balancing. Mm-hmm. Like he lets the art tell the story. He doesn't. Yes. It's not like every panel is just chock full of dialogue or like exposition or any of that kind of shit. Um, like he really like knows how to let the page breathe a little bit and give it space. Um, but yeah, him and um, I can't remember who the artist is on it. Uh, shit. Wow. Good job, artist. Good job, artist. I think as I say, uh, Juan Romero. Yeah. Yeah. He he did a pretty decent job. You know, he did a good job. Um, I think he did the he he did the art on issue one as well. I think it's the same artist. Yeah, same guy. Same guy. I actually don't. My issue one, I lent it out and I never got it back. Looking at you, sketch podcast. Ooh, yeah, shots fired or off. I get the pot. It's sketch, but it's off, off panel. panel. Yeah, off panel. yeah, that's right. Off panel podcast. Give me my slow pokes back. There it is. Throw the gauntlet has been thrown. There's another. Yeah. There's another one. We'd probably we would lose too, but <laughs> uh, yeah, his numbers would crush us. Yeah, a tidal wave. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Okay. Third book. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You just you putting me to shame this this uh this episode. I'm, I'm making you, you feel You know what though? I'm twisting the knife, my friend. That's just gonna make me come back stronger. So you better. You better. I'm hoping. Yeah. I want you to like the Undertaker do the setup. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like oh with the eyes. Yep. 
Yeah. It's like I'm like Hogan when you slap me and he's just, oh, no. And he oh, does the point. No. Yep. He, he, he hulks up. Yep. 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 As a kid, I thought that was so great. As an adult, I, I look at that and be like, <laughs> what a piece of fucking shit. thing in the world. You know what it is? He can't let anybody get over. It's like his excuse for like, I'm not going to sell your finishing move. It's kind of bullshit. I, you know what? As an, an adult, I watch Hogan and his antics. I don't like him. Yeah. Like him. He was like the worst good guy. Yeah. Because if he lost, then he would like go out there and insert himself so that like the bad guy would lose. He basically would cheat so that. That's what he did, know. man. Yeah. yeah. He was he was, he was a fucking hog, camera hog. Anyways, I read uh, "The Eye of the Cat" by uh, by Mobius. Nice by uh, uh, what? How do you say it? J- Jodorowsky? Is that how you say it? Anyways, it was kind of like a poem. Um, I, th- I think I showed you some of the art, but I've been you wanting did. to read this for a long time. My sister picked it up for me for Christmas. Yeah, look at that. It's very simple, uh, but uh, but I mean, it's just gorgeous. Uh, really, really gorgeous stuff. I've and, got a, a, a Jodorowsky and Mobius book as well. Well, uh, the presents. It wasn't. That, that's not a Mobius book, though. No, it's no, it's not. Yannick Paquette. Yeah. Mobius is unfortunately no longer with us. Yeah, but, it's, but he present. They present the Incal Psychoverse. So I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah, well, the Incal is uh, a character that they did together okay. for years. Yeah, there, there's several volumes I believe you can get. Um, I think they did reprints of it in Heavy Metal okay. back in like the 80s, 90s, I want to say, they, yeah. they ran the series. This one I'll be reading, I'll be uh, t- reviewing next episode, So along with a manga. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah, but like the Eye, of the, uh, the Eye of the Cat was really good, man. It was really cool. Because like, I don't... You don't really often see a lot of um, – it was – I almost hesitate to call it a comic. It was more of like a sequential narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a series of sequential illustrations that told a story in, in with this like dialogue of a single character that read mostly like poetry. But um, yeah, it was it was really fast, really weird, really bizarre. But it had like – it was more about like the kind of essentially – the eye of the cat eye of the you know how you view the world right um and you have this like strange bizarre figure that's like using this hawk to go around and gather eyes so that he can see the world through a different perspective that's cool it was really fucking cool and it's like it's black and white so there's no color but it's printed on like this vibrant yellow paper Mm -hmm. so it's very bold when you open the book like i said it's very unique for especially for a comic like i I hesitate almost to even call it a comic, but I don't know what else to even categorize it as. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like if you're if you're on the fence about comics and you're happen to weirdly listen to this podcast, I would say this might be for you. It's definitely a little bit more highbrow than the the casual fare. Okay. Um, like this would be a good gift, I think, for anybody who just enjoys like weird kind of like existential art or mm-hmm. sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, like I I know people that I would give this to that don't even read comics or have interest in comics, but um, yeah, it's just awesome. Humanoids was the publisher on this one. I just, man, I love humanoids quality. Me too. They, they do that nice, like hardback and yep. it's like large, like magazine size. Yep. Like just everything they do is fucking awesome. Yeah. They really, uh, they really do a great job. Um, you know what else does a great job? 
Blue Tiger Revenge podcast. That's who does a good job. I guess we're going to wrap things up. Well, yeah, you know, because I I was going to say Substack. Substack does a really great job, especially. Why are you? Why are you promoting Substack? Well, I'll tell because we have a uh, you know we have a page on Substack that people can go to, and it does just does a great job of you know when folks subscribe to Blue Tiger Revenge at bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Anytime yeah. we post any sort of new content, they just get an email, so they don't have nice. to you know they don't have to look for you know the post on social media because everybody who listens to the episode knows that we're terrible at it. Um, they can just sign yeah. up for free with their email, and then they just get a, get an email and says, "Hey, the new episode's out, or the new page is out, or uh, something we might dive into this year after the holiday special. The new video is out." So, um, you know, I gotta be honest, man. The social media kind of almost on the like willing to just let it go. Does that sound terrible? No, I don't disagree. It just, yeah, I, it just, we don't get the kind of interaction. Like there's just, there's not enough interaction to make me like feel like it's worth it. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm, I, uh, I hear what you're saying and that makes sense. Um, way to, way to, you know, interrupt and, and disrupt and bring down my, uh, you know, my, my closeout, but we can run with it. That's okay. Um, but you know, speaking of you know, just letting that go. Thank goodness we have somewhere like Substack, you know, where we can post updates and people can just email for free. Or you know, if they want to post to their social media, there's a great share button that they can just share it out to whatever whatever site they like that they use. Um, they can tell their friends about us, um, like Twitter. Yeah, yeah, or Instagram, or. You know, Facebook. If you're over 35 and listen to the and listen to the podcast, I don't. I don't think you can share it to Twitter, can you? You can or not. I thought won't they close, shut you down for sharing other social media platforms? Oh, I don't or know. Links. I see people do it all the fucking time, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I have I have no idea how the quote unquote new Twitter works. I just know it's awful. Um, yeah, it's the the it's yeah it's dog shit, but uh, the worst. But yeah, um, you know, follow our page, uh, follow our Substack, subscribe to it. It's free. We're never going to charge money for it. Uh, it's the home of everything that we do, um, and we appreciate everybody. Wish you, hopefully, all you have, uh, you know, great plans and goals and dreams set for twenty twenty three, and may they follow you. May you follow them through. Uh, <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning, guys, and I'm tired. So. Uh, that is all I have to have. You have hopes and dreams. Anything, anything else? Well, if your hopes and dreams for 2023 are to meet us in person, we will be at uh, in Seattle for Emerald City Comic Con uh, from March. What is it? Second through the fifth. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Come see us. Pay the entry fee. Walk amongst your peers. Uh, yes. Build your immune system by inundating it with all of the fine <laughs> smells and germs from your compatriots. That's right. In the comic book world. Um, and then come see us and infect us with whatever weird bullshit is crawling microscopically all over your hands and face. But hey, you know, we'll shake your hands. We're not afraid. Yeah. We'll yeah, do Hugs it. and kisses, whatever, hugs you know. Kisses. Well, Bry, that's Bry's category. He, that you know, he's the heart and soul. He'll give you all the hugs and kisses you want. <laughs> I'll just stand back there and wave and smile. There we go. You know? 
It'll yeah. be great. That's why they like me better. Yeah. You know what? I think that's that's that's. <laughs> hey guys, if you want the Blue Tiger hookup at Emerald City, come and give Brill Big Bry a kiss, big please, bearded kiss. Please and don't. We'll give hook you up with. I'll have something. I don't know what it is. God, I hope somebody comes and kisses you. I don't. Oh. I don't. Because it's not going to be the person you want to come kiss you. Well, it won't be my wife. That's the only person. So No, it's going to be some sloth pig man who's going to be like, I'm here for the secret surprise. <laughs> Pucker up, big bry. <laughs> all right, I'm in. Um, all right. Well, it seems like that's all you have now, too. So uh, what time is it? I hit the music. 